Good evening, everybody. Let's look to the Lord in prayer before we start our Bible study. Thank you all. <clears throat> Glorious Heavenly Father, we thank you, we praise you. Thank you for being our God. Thank you, Lord. We can call you as above Father. Minister to us, O oh Lord, as we live in this broken world, as we live in the midst of our own problems, struggles, difficulties, questions. We pray, Lord, you will speak to us, Spirit of God. You minister to each one of us. We need you, O oh Lord. We need you. We need you in our struggles. We need you even when nothing else happens, O oh Lord. Bless this session. Let your name be glorified. Bless each and every one who will be participating in this Bible study. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Okay. We are, we'll start with a question today. Uh, <clears throat> simple question. Uh, uh, I don't think it's a very complicated question. How often have you felt that God is absent? In fact, God was absent from your life or life situations or God is absent right now from your life uh, or life situation. Uh, how often have you felt like this? You can unmute yourself. Uh, in the past or in the present, you felt, my goodness, is God really there? Or uh, my situations are so bad. Uh, it seems that, you know, all that he I hear is only theoretical. That's not practical. How often have you felt? You can unmute and you can answer. Then we proceed further. Many times, Pastor. Uh, many times when the situation has not changed and uh, it has, uh, even after prayer, it has not changed. So I felt that God was absent. Yes. Others? Pastor, I don't know. Uh, an amazing uh, uh, question, but uh, uh, even though I had not been perfect yet, I've never felt any time God uh, no, far away from me. So I've always felt God close to me. I don't know how it was, uh, but uh, I've always felt that. You know, even when I when I go through tough times, also I know God is there, and God, I don't know. It's been an amazing experience for me. Okay, Hallelujah. God, God yeah. has like. Sorry, go ahead. No, no problem, Sister Cynthia. Carry on. I'll call. No, that um, I felt God being silent. Ah, yes, God being silent. So uh, that's brings, what, uh, that, that sometimes brings a question to my mind very often that, yes, you know, why is God being silent? Silent. What is the reason? You know, it, I have asked that. I have asked that to God. I have asked that to myself many times. Thank you. Yes, I haven't asked this question by God is absent, but I have asked why in spite of being the Lord so much, why am I going through this? 
I know yes. that God is there with me. He is constantly there walking. And I am also, I mean, uh, closer to him, walking closer to him. But why am I going through this? That I have asked a few years back in my life. Yes. Anyone else? Uh, yes, Pastor. Uh, so there were many times I have prayed for a particular thing in my life, uh, which uh, even the Lord Jesus has mentioned in the Bible that uh, we need to ask that. But there were, uh, I feel like I have not got it. Uh, so all my prayers are totally going vain before him. Nothing is going before his sight. And whatever the labor and travel that I do in prayer, everything is going vain. So I even think about that today. Okay. Okay. We all have different experiences. Anyone else wants to share before we go further? Yeah, that, that's uh, Psalm 10 is about that. You know, the psalmist is feeling like God is absent in the sense God is silent. Um, God can never be absent uh, because we know that God is there. At least we believe in the creator God. So that is not our struggle. But because God is silent, uh, we presume God is absent. It's another word of saying that God is silent. And this psalm is all about uh, he's expressing his emotions, his feelings, his thought process, his meditations. Uh, and he's trying, uh, he's taking us through that, his meditation uh, process. Let's look at that. Uh, why, Lord, do you stand far off? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? That's the first uh, verse. In other words, why are you silent? Why, Lord, do you stand far off? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? He's basically facing, he's in the midst of troubles and trials. Um, and it is not only because of the wicked people. It's it sure, yes, the troubles have been caused by his enemies, uh, by wicked people. But he also feels that God is somewhere, is absent. As he's going through all this problems and struggles you know uh, the least that you expect is God should be by his side to help him but he feels God is absent he almost he says God has heard me you know now God will act because he has lifted up his hand you know he has heard the desperate prayer of the afflicted for deliverance that's the way the psalmist is ending. And he, so long as he is there, I don't have to fear. Uh, what can these wicked people do? They are just mere mortals. They just can't do anything to me. Because God is seated on the throne and is king forever and ever. Psalm 10 is over. Any questions? 
from the way we went from verses 2 to 11 and from 12 to 18. Any questions you have? No so questions. Can we also, can yes. we also structure the psalm like this, Pastor? Verses 1 to 11, you know, his uh, desperation. You know, like he is really confessing, and then he begins to pray from twelve to fifteen, and maybe after that, you know, he, he confidently from sixteen to eighteen he confesses his trust. You know, that faith arises in his heart, and he confesses his trust. So, may can we say one to thirteen? It's been a desperate situation for him, Pastor. Yeah, yeah, we can do. We can do. We can uh, we can divide it into different parts. Uh, we can take the first one as the question and then come from verse 2 onwards about the wicked people, uh, you know, in verses 2 to 3, just this half of 3 in times of trouble. Like that, we can keep dividing it. Uh, I didn't do that because for I wanted to finish the psalm. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, the the bigger picture of the psalm is uh, the kind of questions he had and the way he's ending his prayer. So that's what we are going to see. Uh, anyone has any questions uh, before we go further? Okay. At least we can ask three questions from the psalm. Uh, how can we be certain that God is with us and cares about us as we go through trials? Like we say that, you know, it seems as though God is silent. It seems as though God doesn't care. So how can we be certain that God is with us and cares about us as we go through trials? Any one of you? By remembering the past mercies that he has shown upon us. Yeah, sure. That's a good thing. Uh, the psalmist also is talking about the Exodus deliverance. So just you know, holding on to that as an anchor. In the past, God was with me and he has done it. So that definitely gives us a strong footing uh, to face the future problems. Uh, second question is, when we see unrighteousness in the world around us, do we seek justice? Do we desire it? Yes, Pastor. Yes. Good. Uh, I think um, for a long time, I think um, from my side, you know, it is almost, I've accepted the world the way it is. Uh, I confess, uh, this is what I've accepted, and I, this cannot be changed. But as I grow uh, more and more, as I read the word of God, no way. Uh, acceptance is not the way. The God is, in, is seated on the throne, and he's constantly working. And so he's constantly renewing and restoring the world. And we need to be part of that renewal and restoration process. Uh, that has come to me very late in my life. So I was thought I'll ask. I'm glad that 
you all realize that we need to fight for justice. Do we cry out to God for justice? And do we trust that God will work perfect justice in his time? Yes, Pastor. Pastor, I have a question here, Pastor. Yeah, yes, Bindu. Pastor, uh, whatever justice we think may not be God's justice, right? So how will we understand that what we are thinking is only God is also wanted that justice? It might be different from what we think or we desire for. So how will we understand that, Pastor? Uh, yeah, it is, um, you know, it is always knowing that um, his wisdom is far, far higher than our wisdom. So uh, the best way to handle the situation is to commit that injustice into God's hand and say, God, you know how to do it because uh, we have been told do not judge. So we will always judge people. Uh, Most of the time we don't have the complete information. So when we face injustice, we should, instead of committing the people into God's hand, we should commit that injustice. Lord, I feel that injustice has been done to me. Mm. Now you give me justice. And um, when we allow God, uh, it comes with, what should I say? It comes with years of experience. As you grow, you realize, you know, there is a time when you started committing. In, at a young age, you fight you have the josh, you have that energy and you want to take revenge. Uh, But I think it comes with the age, then you say that, Lord, you give me justice. So when you, uh, I I used to keep saying, I don't know off late, I'm not saying, uh, God is a warrior God. Uh, What I have learned is when you hand over the situations to God, the way he fights is totally different. And, and when you have that perfect trust in him, uh, you will experience justice. I don't know if uh, I've helped you or not. Yeah, understood, Pastor. When, uh, completely when you understand uh, the peace of God will be there when the justice is there. And we may, what, you are, what I understood is that uh, when his justice is revealed to us, might be he gives peace to understand also why he has done that. So yes, uh, the, because he's, he knows everything. He has to work in other people's lives also. Yeah. Uh, we only look from our perspective. And uh, we need justice. Yes, we should ask for justice. But we should not say, this is the way I should be given justice. Mm. Uh, and God God always does that he gives justice in a way far far high. he gives us perfect justice uh, much more than we we would have even thought of that's the way God yeah. thank you Pastor yeah
Okay. Uh, I'm uh, 